Welcome to Team Perry's Step Out of Line podcast, featuring co-hosts Perry and Lori Finkelstein. Together, they explore, meet, and share inspirational stories with guests who have made a positive impact in today's world. This podcast resonates with our hope to make this world a better place one step at a time through love, acceptance, and uplifting conversations. We are here with Jay Cohn, who is a self-described nice Jewish boy from New York City who happens to love food. I love food. I'm not a great cook, though, I got to tell you. You are... (laughs) You invent recipes, you're a stylist, you're an author. Your first book is coming out in uh, the spring of next year, which I'm going to obviously have to get, Jewish. I don't know mm-hmm. how to say that name, but it's awesome. And um, you're an editor, you're a food writer. I follow you on Instagram just to see what you're making. And we'll have to talk about Tadik because I have an issue with that. It's never come out good for me. <laughs> We wanted to hear more about you, and if you could just tell us, how did you start loving working with food, presenting it stunningly? How did you, how old were you when you first realized this is your calling, this is what you're meant to do? Uh, I mean, it was something that I've been really doing for ever. It was probably when when I started um, in high school, I used food as this kind of vehicle to connect with people. Um, I started throwing these dinner parties for uh classmates and friends and i think that is really where it eventually grew to the point of like i would like to pursue this professionally further than just a hobby further than just a dinner party um so i went to the culinary institute of america up in hyde park um and that was an incredible experience and kind of geared me on a just career towards restaurants which is what i did um i worked in restaurants in new york city for a while and then I kind of always had this love of media um, and I think I'm one of the generation um, that grew up on Food Network and I think that that was always that kind of glamorized world of food that I really enjoyed. So when I got the opportunity to um, work at a place like Suburb Magazine, I jumped on it and from there I jumped around different food publications um, until I ended up where I am now at the Feed Feed. Um, in terms of Jewish food, that's something that kind of just fell in place in the last two years. Um, I started hosting the Shabbat with my husband, and it's something that we didn't, neither of us had grown up having, um, but something that has just become so nice um, in our daily lives, especially living in New York. Um, so that kind of ended up also touching upon learning um, a lot of Jewish dishes that I might have not known about, um, a lot of my husband's an Iraqi Jew, so I just learned so many dishes um, from his family, and his family grew up in Iran, so just like being exposed to Persian food, which I never had before, uh, meeting him was just like magical. So I was reading also about how you wanted to learn recipes from your husband's family, and maybe an aunt was teaching you and my grandmother used to bake like this a glass of this a glass of that and you're like well what's the measurement and you don't know what it is so you actually physically have to be next to the person you can't get the recipe over the phone so that i found uh we related to a lot that's the way the generation cooks first part of the rice is going for the tadik please do not film me i next time i cook i'm gonna have to just your hands this is a hands and pans production I'll tack her in it. She'll be famous. 
your dishes are stunning. I cook only in brown colors. Like <laughs> my Shabbat dinner, we just, everybody just looks at it. And my son noticed one day, he goes, you know, mom, all you do is cook in brown. I was like, yeah. Well, it's an Ashkenazi tradition. Right. Like that, those were the foods of the shuttle. They were all brown. And that's, right. that's and, fine. And hence the irritable bowel syndrome that comes from <laughs> But your dishes are stunning. When you make a dish for your husband, your family, do you make sure it's styled the way you would take a magazine photo of it? Or does it irritate you if one tomato's out of place? No. I mean, I think the, the, one of the things that is so important is that I like... Obviously, I like pretty food. I like to add things that are colorful, um, but I don't want it to be comical. It's not supposed to be something that, that's a, a, a hyperbole of what a recipe should be. Um, it should just be a recipe that happens to either look gorgeous or can be um, garnished beautifully to make it a little bit more photographable. But um, I, I, don't, I also don't want food to be precious. I think it should be really like simple, attainable, um, and beautiful. And how have we talked about stepping out of line in your life and your career? Can you think of any way that you've stepped out of line and you've done something that you didn't expect yourself to do and how it's changed your life? I mean, a hundred percent has to do with Jewish identity and kind of doing something that is so not the norm. There's so many Jewish people in food media and so few of them actually talk about Jewish tradition, Jewish heritage, um, Jewish foods outside of the norm um, of multiple soup or babka and kind of celebrating kind of lesser known diaspora dishes. I think that has been one of the most like rewarding parts of finding this niche that um, as a result has become so important to finding my own identity. Have you ever been to Israel? Yes, I was, unfortunately I was, I was gonna be there in July again. Um, I was just there this past uh, September. Okay, and you, did you do the food tour? There's like a famous food tour in the Shuk in Yerushalayim, like right in the, right outside the old city that you go through the Shuk, which is incredible, and you go on this food tour. Uh, if you've never done it, you probably should. I've, uh, so this past one was a wonderful, wonderful, um, trip uh, called reality which is a organ it's a initiative supported by the schusterman organization that kind of gathers groups of um, people in their young professionals of different industries and sends them to israel so i was with the food trip so it was all chefs oh, uh, wow. mixologists writers um so it was a full food tour of the entire country that, that was absolutely been, magical yeah that must have been incredible yeah. amazing where else have you traveled I mean, one of the beauties of my job is I've been able to go so many places. I did three weeks traveling through Thailand with an incredible um, Portland-based chef. I've done everything from Colombia to China to the Caribbean. It's been why I was in the I was in the Swiss Alps last January or two Januarys. I mean, time flies, but like it's just been a wonderful time to explore the world of food and just open your eyes to like different cultures and how they cook. Um, do you ever want to do a television show or a food network show? Would that be something that would interest you? A hundred percent. I mean, I think the world is changing of what that's going to be or what platform that's going to be on. Um, who knows, but I just, Oh, I love cooking. I love cooking. Uh, and on camera and helping people empower, get, be empowered in the kitchen. So. Whatever that means, I'm always down. 
So I felt, especially during this uh, quarantine that we're in, and we're still obviously quarantined at the moment, uh, we passed two big Jewish holidays, Passover and Shavuot, and I didn't feel the connection I normally do because you can't go to synagogue and, and it's just a different feeling. And I felt the only way to make this connection, and we're very traditional in the house, not so much religious, but traditional, was to cook the food. That's what brought yeah. us the holiday. And we had spoken to Jamie Geller right, right after Passover and I told her how she saved me because seeing that her preparations inspired me, your food inspires us also. Um, with the identity that you're giving it. And that is a huge deal. I don't know if you realize that, but for somebody who's looking at these photos, it's a very big deal to be inspired into like a culture at, or a, a time and place that you need inspiration. You're giving that to us. So thank you. Of course. Really I mean, that's the, that's the intention. The intention behind it is to show people that, that cooking is something that you can do. You, you are capable and are going to completely excel at whatever you put your mind to. And if that means your first Shabbat dinner, great. That means an entire Passover Seder, great. If the, I, the big thing, and it's funny because it's so inherently Jewish and Passover related, but I use it all year round, is the concept of when people get into cooking or food, it's all about dainu. Whatever you do, it's enough. I wish. Uh, anything else that that's going on in your life? What what are your plans after quarantine is over? Where do you see yourself going? What's going to be open? I, I I'm a very simple person. I'll be I'm just to the beach. That's it. Just Where whatever the whatever is closest and easiest. I don't need a ton of travel. Um, but I am looking forward to. We had to postpone our honeymoon uh, that was supposed to be this starting this Friday. Oh. So we will reschedule that. So that will be the next probably big trip that we'll plan. Thank you so much for talking with us. We so appreciate it. And we hope that you have a beautiful honeymoon when you finally get to it. And we will keep watching you and being inspired by the beautiful colors of, of the presentation of the food that you're delivering to us on Instagram. And I'm going to try to do that Tadic one day. And if I do it well, I'm going to send you a picture of it. Please do. Please do.